Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show that's going to rank the pizzas. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you're just on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's my mouth pal. She's your mouth pal. She's the associate producer of Dave Campbell's Texan Live. She's the pride of East Lansing. <laughs> it's Mallory Harley. Hi, Mallory. Hey, hey. Very proud Michigan State fed, by the way. We, Back, we beat Kentucky last night. I saw that. So it was pretty I awesome. saw that. Pretty awesome. And sitting to my right, he's the uh, Kentucky to her Michigan State. She's, he's, he's the recruiting analyst for Dave Campbell's Texas football. Next level athlete, it's Greg Powers. Hey, y'all. What's up, dude? Oh, just uh, enjoying right? join, join the cold curtain. weather. It's football weather, I guess. It is football weather. That is darn right. Today is Wednesday, November 16th, 2022. Eight days until Thanksgiving. Uh, here is a person who is going to need to be explained to me. Happy 29th birthday to Pete Davidson. Okay. You want to explain the Pete Davidson thing to me? Do you know who that is? I know who he is. Okay. Do you I, want to explain his appeal really... to me? Oh, his appeal. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't see it. I'm not a Pete Davidson gal. I just don't think. I don't know how he pulls like Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian. I don't see it. Powers, a, can you help me on this? I'm not a Pete Cause... Davidson gal either. I'm not a Pete. <laughs> Dav- well, there we go. Three. None of us are Pete Davidson three gals. Three non-Pete Davidson gals here. Yeah, anyway, happy birthday, Pete. Uh, it's episode 1,499, I think. Woo. How about that? Let's go. We'll be here for 1500 tomorrow. Me and you. Let's go. Uh, on today's show, folks, we got This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers and XL Athlete. All things recruiting across the Lone Star State in the back half of the show. Powers caught up with DeSoto defensive back Jaden Milliner-Jones to talk about uh, what he's got cooking and his outstanding season so far. We'll hear from him coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we first four through the door? We sure do. It was Coach Terry Crawford. Big game this week against Union Hill. Yes, undefeated matchup. Rob Hadaway and Tony Blylock. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome. I think that was only three. Wait, did you? No, you said something. Uh, no. Terry Crawford, Nick Morton, Rob. Oh, you said no. I I didn't hear you say Nick Morton. I apologize to Nick Morton. Shout out Nick Morton. All right, let me see if we can do this. You ready to do this, buddy? Let's do it. How sure are you? Are you ready to do this? 
99.9%. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. This is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express, their gravy is always the perfect temperature. I don't know how they do it. It is like that's that is a good point. That's something I appreciated this week. Their gravy is always exactly the temperature you need it to be. Yeah, I mean, I've never had a, a bad meal at Chicken Express ever, yeah. literally ever. I've never had a cold tendy. I know. I've never had a lumpy cold gravy. Tindy. How do they do it? All always this, and this is like you guys know. Like one of my preferred sides there is mozzarella sticks. I Everybody who's know, yeah. a faithful listener of the show knows the, this. You're you're a mot stick guy. I've never had. I've never had their mot sticks. Oh. I, he talked me into doing them, and let me tell you, are they really, life-changing? He's they're exactly really right. good. They're yes. really for for a place okay. that like you, like. All due respect to our friends at Chicken Express, I don't think of Chicken Express and think of like mozzarella sticks. No, right. but you like, don't, typically. He, he, it took you like four or five episodes to be like, you got to try the mozzarella sticks. And I did, and I'm like, cheese is always melty. Cheese is Yum. always melty. Yeah, that sounds good. fantastic. Anyway, yeah. Uh, just we're recruiting with Greg, because that's hard to screw. It's easy to screw up then. Yeah, I mean, I it like you go to a what I would consider like not upscale, but you know mid-tier yeah. sit-down restaurant mm-hmm. and get mot sticks, like 50% of the time they're terrible. I know. Yeah. But they're I don't Man. know why. Miss once Chicken Express, please. This week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise, it's Mansfield Lake Ridge defensive end Ryland Kennedy. Uh, he has had a big senior year, and the recruiting has followed. Uh, in November alone, he's picked up offers uh, a lot from the West Coast. Right. Washington, Cal, uh, USC, San Diego State, and then uh, non-West Coast squad Auburn. <laughs> uh, but uh, but this is a uh, this is a guy that you should be keeping an eye on. Ryland Kennedy's recruiting is heating up there at, Mc- at Mansfield Lake Ridge, and his tape is really good. He's a pure pass rusher mm-hmm. off the edge. I really like that. He can really get after the quarterback. Um, and an interesting story here is that this is his first year of playing football. He was a basketball guy mm. before this, and that's kind of kept him off the radar. So he's really starting to see a meteoric rise as far as his recruitment is concerned. And you can see his quickness off the edge. I think if he would have been on the radar a little bit sooner, he would probably probably have you know 25 offers by now uh, but still there's still time uh, to get involved in this race interesting comments from him he wants to be a sports medicine major so if you're a school that offers a good program there come on and uh, get after him a little bit and then uh, I would say that I I think that he's still going to get more offers Texas Tech and Oklahoma State are like I would say more regional schools that are showing him attention. If they come in with offers, maybe that could change the game. But I mean, you got USC and Washington already. I mean, Cal mm-hmm. and now Auburn. I, I guess USC is the one that really. Kept, I mean, that's the yeah because of where they're rated. Yeah, this year you have Lincoln Riley who went to OU to USC, and that you know they've got a big time quarterback. I think USC is like one of those schools that everybody across the country they notice it when you get an offer from that school. So I mean, this is this is a guy who could play for basically any program. Yeah, he's. And, didn't play till this year, so I mean, like, well, the, this is what Texas thing. high school football is about. Well, and that's the other thing is that like, there's two ways to view this. One is that he's a pretty darn good player right now, and like, if you were to get him, he'd be an asset. The other part of this is, what if he just continues this trajectory? 
Right. Like, everyone's got a ceiling, but we don't know where his is. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so there's a lot of upside here uh, for this young man. So so that's a name to know there in, in Ryland Kennedy there at Mansfield Lakeridge. Let's roll on to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week is McKinney North, a wide receiver, Corbin Hendricks. Corbin Hendricks has committed this week to Arizona State. I want to talk a little bit about this. He's a possession guy. This guy's had a great year for McKinney North, uh, and he he picked them over places like SFA, Minnesota, and New Mexico State. I'm always interested in this because Arizona State presently does not have a coach, right? So, but obviously, he likes Tempe. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's that's. I'm comfortable saying that. Never having met Corbin Hendricks, but you gotta like you gotta like the program. If well, what's like interesting him. is like his recruitment is another one of these that kind of took off throughout the course of his senior year. All these offers are like in season offers for him. It wasn't he wasn't getting a lot of attention before this year. I called him a possession style receiver because that's kind of what I saw when I went and watched them play against Tyler, and that's kind of what I saw on tape. He's a guy who really runs these intermediate routes well, can get open, and he's got really good hands. But I feel like when you say that that it's not a negative connotation but it it gives the perception that he's not a guy who can stretch the field and that's not entirely true he's averaged 19 yards per catch 608 yards this season with five touchdown catches and the next closest receiver on his team had 293 yards Mm -hmm. so he was like the star of the show as far as his offense was concerned they have a really good running back there young running back in jp walker who's going to catch some attention as well and rush for 1900 yards but as far as the passing game's concerned corbin Hendricks was a guy who they looked to early and often and he's six foot three 185 pounds now you mentioned that he committed to a team that has no head coach currently correct this commitment has to survive yes whoever that new head coach is going to be and there is also like he commits to arizona state he's got a couple offers places like minnesota sfa and, and, and new mexico state so i would categorize him as still a little under the radar at the moment right the other thing about that though is uh, <clears throat> This would this would strike me as the kind of guy, and I don't know I don't know Corbin Hendricks's heart, but this would strike me as the kind of guy who would probably listen to another offer. Do you know what I mean? Just right. generally speaking, that he would be a guy who's like, okay, um, you know, I'm committed to Arizona State. Obviously, it's a little bit of a, a, a turmoil ridden situation right now. Yes, we don't really know exactly what's going to happen. That if you could offer him something. I think he would be open to listening is all I would suggest. Well, just kind of to put it some perspective, too, on it is October 18th, he picks up an offer from Minnesota. Yeah. October 19th, he picks up an offer from Arizona State and SFA. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this week he commits to Arizona State. So, I mean, I think that he probably committed to what would be one of his best offers. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of see Minnesota and Arizona State as a parallel as far as what they've been doing on the – you know what I mean? Like, a, Yeah, and that's a totally – Well, I mean, like, Minnesota's got the P.J. Fleck thing, you know. It's also like, just a very – the boat. It's also just a very different – like, like we like we are sitting here talking about, like, oh, he wants to go play. What's the better program? It's like there's also just a culture fit. Right. Like Minnesota and Arizona State could not Polar be opposites. more different. Like, <laughs> they are – they might as well be in different universes. Well, I, I know this to be true because I live in Collin County. Mm-hmm. Collin County has a – big pool at arizona state Mm -hmm. a lot of kids not only athletes but a lot of kids like to go to arizona state Mm -hmm. from that area so that may have Mm. played a a significant factor as well we'll see what happens with corbin hendricks he's committed to arizona state this week recruiting with greg pyrus next level athlete here on texas football today get involved the conversation hashtag tf today let's roll into our underclassman of the week our underclassman of the week is parish episcopal sophomore linebacker parker meese 
Parker Meese picked up an offer this week from Texas A&M. Agriculture and McCain. I don't know. Uh, Texas A&M, the Aggies. Perhaps you've heard of them. Uh, that makes 21 offers for the sophomore, uh, including, I don't know, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Oregon, Mizzou, North Carolina, Arkansas, a bunch of different offers. Uh, of course, Parrish Piscopal is still alive in the Taps Division One playoffs, uh, but this is a guy who has seen his stock rise as his sophomore season has continued. You rattled off some really impressive offers there for Parker Meese, but you know what you didn't say when you were naming those offers? What's that? Another in-state school. Did Texas A&M was his first in-state offer uh, out of 21 offers, which is like – weird. I know. Isn't it weird? I couldn't believe that whenever and, I was kind of like looking through the list and I thought, you know what, Texas A&M, that's a big offer, right, for an in-state 2025 linebacker prospect. Then I looked at the rest of his list and I was like, what, like SMU didn't go hit Parish Episcopal before and, A&M, you know? And the other thing is how many, how many times is A&M the first to offer someone? Like right. almost never. That's not because obviously they're doing pretty well in the recruiting world, but that's just that's just like not their game. They don't have to be first, right? You know, just it's strange, just just oddity, yeah. I guess. But I can tell you, Parker Meese can play. And what I really was uh, impressed with, you see a clip here from South Oak Cliff. Uh, that's the game where I went and watched him in person. Is that he's he plays uh, super intelligently. He's plays older than a class of 2025 prospect should he reads and reacts really well he doesn't um i say what he doesn't do is he doesn't make a lot of mistakes like Mm -hmm. he doesn't try to it's like i'm gonna look i'm gonna lower the boom here and then miss a tackle he's a Mm -hmm. technique sound player he's 6'2 225 he's class of 2025 i still think he has like room to add uh to that frame so it'll be interesting to see how he develops in the future but parker meese is certainly a name that a lot of uh, recruiting fans in the lone star state are going to get to know by the time he signs a letter of intent you know three years from now yeah most certainly so keep an eye on him uh parker meese the linebacker uh, just a sophomore there at parish episcopal let's round it all out with our recruit of the week our recruit of the week is willis junior quarterback dj lagway and dj lagway uh has got uh something on his calendar that is december 7th he will be committing he will he was scheduled as committee this is one of the he's got 33 offers he's a guy that everyone's after um, he will be pulling the trigger on December 7th. Uh, do we have a read on what DJ Lagway may be thinking? Well, first out off, I'm looking at the schools that he took unofficial visits to recently. Texas A&M, Florida, Clemson, LSU, and Oklahoma are okay. all kind of like stops that he made. I kind of like Florida okay. in this one, surprisingly. I mean, or not surprisingly. I think that Florida has identified him as a guy in this class that they are, for lack of a... <laughs> This is, I'm going to catch some. Let's some, do it. I'm going to catch some heat for the. They're throwing. They're throwing the bucket of cash at. You know what I mean? Like they're lining up the nil. They're money. They're all in on it. They're all in on uh, DJ Lagway in this class, mm-hmm. right? He they've identified him as like nationally that guy, mm-hmm. right? Like if there's um, anyone who we want to put our nil deals behind or focus our efforts on, it's Lagway, and I think that that is going to. Um, be a factor Mm -hmm. but it's not the only factor because i can tell you this i've spent some time talking to lagway and this guy is a class act like Mm -hmm. you won't find a better leader for your team really really um high character guy Mm -hmm. and i think that um he spent he's he's had multiple trips to to go to florida so I, i mean i think the gators are really strong 
in this one. You know, Texas A&M, he's had some visits there too. Um, Clemson's really pushing hard for him, but I, I kind of like where the Gators sit in this. I mean, I'm I'm fine to be Guessing, wrong. Yeah. I'm fine to be wrong here, but yeah. that's just kind of like reading the tea leaves. Here's the thing. So I remember seeing him at 7-on-7, seven seven, at State 7-on-7. Seven yeah. seven. And first of all, like, the, the hype is real. Like, he can make every throw. He's got a good throwing motion. Like, the arm strength is there. Uh, he reads the defense as well, things like that. Throws it on schedule, on time, things like that. The word that I would use to describe him is thick with two C's. He's big. Uh, yeah. I was He's about to say that. Thick. Okay, this guy, like, he checks in. We've got him listed at 6'2", 225. Um, he, is, he is a big dude. Like, he is. he would be a linebacker on a lot of teams. Yeah. And they've got him back there, a quarterback. And by the way, He's still like for a big guy. He's really agile yeah. and a guy who moves really well. That I'm. I mean, I think DJ Lagway's a star. Man. He's put up monster numbers mm-hmm. for Willis too, and, and he does it both ways, right? I think he's really worked hard on becoming a pass first type of guy, mm-hmm. and to call him a dual threat. You, you know, sometimes guys get offended when you say dual threat. I say it like as a term of admiration. Mm-hmm. Because he's so hard to tackle. Mm -hmm. He can extend plays with his legs. Um, He can work outside of the pocket. He can escape that initial pass rush to still, you know, hook up with a connection down the field. And he's got a really strong arm and a unique uh, delivery. You know, he he can get the ball out quickly because he throws it different than every other. He's just a different type of quarterback. Yeah. You know, that's why I think he's the odds-on favorite right now to be the number one quarterback in that 2024 class. Stay tuned. We're going to be dropping that top ten in the class of 2024, and you guys will have to check out if uh, DJ Lagway makes it in or not. That's a tease. That's a tease from the master of teases. Greg Powers, Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1C. It's fine work at TexasFootball.com. Slash recruiting. Stick around because I want you to introduce the next segment. I'll stay here. Thanks. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Now a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR Now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Who'd you talk to this week, Powers? We caught up with the Soto defensive back Jaden Milliner-Jones, who is a proud SMU commitment. Let's hear from him here on Texas Football Today. 
Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas football, and I'm out here with DeSoto's defensive star of the night, Jaden Milliner-Jones, man. You kind of set the tone out there tonight in a win over Mansfield, last district game of your high school career. Kind of what did it mean to you to go out there and uh, have a big game out here on senior night? It means a lot because it was fighting for that one spot to play for our first playoff game at, here on, on our home field. We're going to be home. And it's my senior year, so it had to go out with a bang. Was it like kind of, you know, walking out there with your people on that final night? Does it kind of set the tone? Is it a lot of emotions going through you, through you whenever the whistle blows for that? Yeah, it did. Do it for my mama and my dad and my, the rest of my family. Kind of just talk about the season here at DeSoto. I know that you guys have state championship aspirations and uh, kind of a bounce back win for you this week. Uh, yeah, we do got state championship aspirations. That's what we focus on now. Even though we just lost to Dunkville, we're not focused on it no more. We're looking down the road and preparing for playoffs next week. It just seems like yesterday you were out at the next level camp winning the DB MVP. You know, then a lot of offers started to happen for you. What was that whole process like as you uh, kind of sifted through all those offers and then picked your school where you're going to be playing college ball at at SMU? It was just a long, hard-fought process, but it was just me finding the best relationship with coaches I had and the scheme I feel like I fit most in and what my mom and my dad felt really comfortable with me going to. Were your parents pretty excited that you'd be staying close to home? Yeah, they were. They say I'm 40 minutes away now, so ain't too far. Just kind of talk about what's going on over at SMU. What do you like about that program and, you know, the culture underneath the Rhett Lashley. He is the first-year head coach. A lot of Dallas kids coming to the school, building relationships, everybody falling in love with the school, and they building it back up to where it used to be. I mean this as a sincere compliment. It's hard for me to figure out what spot I feel like is best for you on the next level. You can kind of do a little bit of everything, cornerback, safety, nickelback. What was their pitch to you? How do they kind of see you fitting in that defensive scheme? Playing, playing all the safety spots and nickel. So you could, you can, you, they just want to use you. Do, they want to have you do everything there too. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, kind of talk about what you feel like is your biggest strengths out there on the field. Is there anybody that you look up to, or what do you feel like you're bringing to the table? Why should SMU fans be fired up that you're on their commit list? Because I'm gonna be big on the run, deliver them big hits, and I'm gonna be able to pass drop and play me into so I can do everything. I'm going to do whatever they need me to do. One of the top players in DFW Metroplex going to SMU, Jaden Milliner-Jones. Good luck in the playoffs, and, of course, thanks for the time to do this interview. No problem. Appreciate it. There he is, Jaden Milliner-Jones out of DeSoto, the SMU commit. Uh, good dude, and SMU's getting a good one. DeSoto uh, looking to make a deep run. Big game this week against Rockwall Heath. Yeah, and I really think uh, Milliner-Jones is the heart and soul of that mm -hmm. defense. They've got some really good players, but they use him in such a way where he could cover the pass or he could drop down to be a good run defender, play up in the box. They move him around because he is big enough to take a pounding and, and secure tackles mm -hmm. against running backs, but fast enough to cover anybody. You can see he passes. He passes, uh, he passes, he passes the eye That is for darn sure. We appreciate his time. Mallory, Dave Campbell's Texas football, and Whataburger are proud to honor the best and brightest stars in a Texas high school football with the 300-player ballot for the 2022 Whataburger Super Team. Texas high school football fans nominated more than 3,000 players on TexasFootball.com and now must narrow the field from 300 players to the 40 honorees. Fans can now vote for which players they believe deserve a spot on the 2022 Whataburger Super Team by voting at TexasFootball.com slash WhatASuperTeam. That's TexasFootball.com com slash what a super team what a super team let's go over to mallory hartley for america's second favorite segment final thoughts um all i have is what's on your mug oh <laughs> it's a llama and it says it's a llama and it's in the cup it says no drama it's the no drama llama 
So I feel like I needed it today with extra coffee. In do you it. feel like Do you feel like you and I are have beef? Beefing. Or beefing. Sometimes. Yeah. When you talk before I turn my mic on, your mic on. <laughs> Anyways, ROF at 2 p.m. today. So. Public football. Stay tuned for some college football talk. Uh, Powers, where are you going to go this week? Long pending credential approval, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, Frisco Lone Star versus Longview at the historic Kincaid Stadium. Good coaching matchup. Yeah. Real good coaching matchup. A lot be, of, a lot I think dudes. it could be a really fun game. I think it could be. Um, I think Longview is your favorite, but I think that I think Longview is I, yeah. borderline heavy favorite. Yeah. I guess you know, but, but I it think could be a it could. Lone Star's also a team that I think we like maybe we buried early in the season because they took a couple losses. Not a team you want to play in the I second think, round. Yeah. I think that's right. I think they've gotten better as the season goes on, and Jeff Rayburn's going to have a little something for the for the right. love of us. Uh, should be a fun game. Okay, we'll enjoy it. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to DeSoto's Jaden Milliner Jones for being our guest. For Greg Powers and Mallory Hartley, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.